You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. Hey, it's Sean Patrick, and welcome back to the Sons of Asaph worship podcast. Uh, we've, we've been gone for a minute, but we, we really not because have. we've been gone, not because we've been gone, but because, uh, technology sometimes is our friend and sometimes it likes to just remind us that we are so not in control. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we are headed down to, uh, this, this, this podcast is going to change a little bit because we're now in the warning phases. Like we're heading into the life and times of either the matrix or Terminator. Y'all watch out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Adam was working on the file and something happened and the file went bye-bye. And when that happens, we just go, we just go, Hey, okay, let's do it again. So that's what we're doing. We're doing it again. (laughs) And like, I think that maybe what we, what we may learn Adam in this time is that when we record, maybe we should just do it again because I'm hoping that this one will be even better than the one that we lost. Oh yeah. Like what's cool is I take notes when we do these uh do these do these podcast recordings and so I still have the notes from that that last recording session so I can get like I bring up some of those talking points but they're not going to be nearly as funny as last time. What's kind of like my favorite part is just as we talk it it continues to just get better just randomly. That that's kind of part right. of what we do is our banter just ends up being useless and uh monotonous <laughs> and um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but that's, uh, who, that's who we are that's who we are we but we uh, you know if you're still listening to this and you're bored to tears then um you know that's on you uh, hey really. the secret uh, to the uh, life hack in this episode or in, in all of our episodes typically like you're either going to catch the very tail end of it or uh, or, or, or maybe it, we just didn't actually get anything productive out for that episode. Um, but skip about 20 minutes in and you'll usually skip all of the fluff. <laughs> and then if, if you truly want to listen to it and just kind of like, you know, white knuckle through this and grit your teeth while you do this, then just, you know, speed it up, put it at one and a half speed or two times speed and see how fast we are when we're like, you know? And that I, must have sounded really awesome if they were listening at that 1.5 or 2.0 point <laughs> speed. Like, they're like, wow, what just, what just, I, I was wondering if you sound like a chipmunk. Every, every <laughs> bit of filtering just kicked in. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to say what I, what just, what just came to mind. Anyway, Adam, <laughs> dude, how, how was your Sunday or how, like the last couple weeks, we've had a few weeks here. Oh man. Uh, how, how is, how has the last few Sundays been for you? I feel like it's like a month of Sundays that we've missed. And so... Uh, not really, but it's it's been about about a month since we've actually gotten like uh, now a true recording in today. Um, but my Sunday has been my my last Sunday was really good. We uh, my tech leader director guy and his whole entire household is under quarantine, being sick. No, they don't have the vid, but they have uh, something pretty darn close called RSV. Um, and so they're all kind of passing that around, which is neat. Thought that that was only like a kid thing. It's not like full grown adults can get RSV as well. Kids just get it pretty brutally while adults are like, I'm fine. I'll be okay. So we, we opted for, um, not, (laughs) 
not pushing them and and basically just saying hey like take the week off we will bring our amps and plug into our amps and do this and so we did that it was uh, uh and we had done that a couple weeks prior as well with uh what i what i've been doing is trying to actually get them to take a week off um and so the only way that I can is by making it so that I don't need him for a Sunday. Uh, and then that, that makes it so that he'll actually take a week off. So he and his wife, yeah. uh, they needed another one, which is fine. I'm glad that they got it. Um, and yeah, they're, so they, they got to take off that week. And then uh, this week uh, he's, he's teaching. So hopefully he's going to be uh, well enough, to feel well enough to be able to teach. But uh, yeah. Yeah, our Sundays, uh, dude, we're going through some really heavy stuff lately at church, like topically. It's just, I mean, okay. we're going through the Timothy and, and like the epistles for, um, you know, the all, all the epistles, like pastoral yeah. epistles. And yeah. man, it, it really gets you just kind of like in, you know, like you, you want that introspective look and just being like, man, I I am a dirtbag, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like I, I, I. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't ever want to come. At- <laughs> I was I was not expecting you to say I'm a dirt bag. All right, that was good. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna live. I'm gonna pull through. I think it's just it's to look at yourself and, and go like I. It's it's really easy for us to be like wow that that person over there is definitely not you know that you know but but I it, it's as we go through this, like there's, you know, I, I, I see an article about, or see this news broadcast 60 minutes. And obviously 60 minutes is going to bring in some sensationalizing in order to make it so that it's a little bit more emphasized, but whole stuff about Hillsong, um, Australia, you know? And so there's like all this stuff that, you know, is happening while we're going through these pastoral epistles and, and it's, it's heavy stuff, man. Like it just, you know, it's, it's a good gut check to make sure that you are, uh, you're, you're keeping yourself in line and it, it, you know, it's not keeping yourself in line. Like I'm supposed to be perfect and, you know, wear the white collar and be holier than now, but it's just to go like, man, I'd never want to be the person that sits there and points a finger, especially if I haven't checked my own heart, you know? And that phrase in, in that it, that it uses, especially, I think it's, uh, it's, I think it's Second Timothy. I'm not sure, but when it's talking specifically about elders, don't ruin it and, for me, Sean. And, We're not there yet. Oh, you're not there. Well, <coughs> the, the, it, it it talks about it, and then it uses the phrase. Uh, Paul uses the phrase uh, above reproach, um, and those two words. Oh. Uh, as, as a pastor, um, if that doesn't sober you up to to just the way that you live life, the way that you approach your daily interactions, from driving in the car. To how you treat the the stu- uh, the the waitress who, who's bringing you your meal, uh, and then just like the the your the the integrity that you need to carry in a day, and like with mm-hmm. your family, with your wife, with the with the, the people that you come into contact with, that you are seeking to shepherd and lead, um, like it is it is an absolutely sobering, uh, like those those two words, like you know they they can keep pastors awake at night just trying to make like am i really doing this god do you really have me am i really am i really doing this thing um like and it, that's crazy and that's awesome that you guys are preaching we just finished that like those those a series in those those books as well 
and it was always funny to hear Kevin or Jared like talk about like as they're preaching they're like uh, this sermon's a little weird because now I'm going to preach about me I'm going to preach yeah. about the role that I serve in and this is and I'm doing this so that you can hold me accountable to this role that uh, that God has called me to be in and and that's important um, pastors like the moment that we back away from having accountability we back away because we, we, we want prestige or we want people, we want power or whatever. Um, that's when these things that come up, you know, that, that come up with these pastors who have failed uh, and have kind of these very public, very terrible things come out about them. They've been trying to hide so many things in the dark for so long and it just, you can't, you can't do it. So why, why would you try to hide something in the dark when you can bring it out when it's small Hey, I'm struggling with this. I need you guys to help me in this. And then, like when it's small, you can, it can be dealt with. Versus like now, it has to be hot, hidden, and covered up because people's paychecks are on the line, or you know, families like would be yeah. torn apart because of because of the news and those those things. Pastors, man, walk right. Like live live with this thing. And like those books are like, go spend some time in the pastoral epistles and you will wake up to a, like a big time reality. So I think, I, you know, they're, they're not, they're not they're, oftentimes they're avoided in, in teaching because they're really a harsh reality or a harsh wake up call. Like mm-hmm. I, I think the other challenge is, and I, I, I respect Steve for this because he, he does a tremendous job of doing this as he's teaching is just the consideration of the fact that we aren't just looking at the, you know, the celebrity pastors or, you know, you get to a certain number and all of a sudden you're navigating, you know, some sort of, you know, mentality where like, do I, do I plant a church or do I build a moat? You know, what do I want to do with all of these people that I have? And, and oftentimes like build a moat. Well, (laughs) that's, that's like the only reason why I say that is because uh, like in our area, man, I like, I, I speak to that. I say like we have a lot of castle builders around here and it it drives me nuts. I don't want to slam yeah. a thousand people in a building. I want ten churches with a hundred people in each one of those. Like that is such a bigger net. But but unfortunately a lot of our pastors, you know, start bringing over that mentality of going like I'm going to build a moat around this castle so that I keep my people safe and I'm like that mm, I I don't I don't I don't align with you. And but but like that's that's oftentimes where the epistles go to is is talking yeah. about that mentality but now we have a whole new like aspect to look at and make sure that we're considering and that is all of the governmental things that are politics that are it, it feels like often invading our church and religious communities in the sense of talking about you know vaccine mandates and yeah you know, even just the, the 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 serious levels of masks and and you know whether or not the government has the authority to shut down a church location from meeting and and you know so you have this hard political you know very polarizing uh, thing that you have to navigate as well as ch- so it's from all sides at this point I feel like man like that is 
It isn't. It isn't, man. You got to just check your heart on the stardom, and and if you want to, if you want that worldwide fame and have the you know amazing blog and get on get on camera and people start interviewing you for that, and then all of a sudden you get the heat on the other side of it, saying the political, the government's trying to come in and do this or trying to get your people to do whatever they're trying to do, and you have to you have to give them, uh, you know, you don't want to be Sweden, but you have to kind of be Sweden and counsel on both ends of that. And it's, (laughs) do you mean Switzerland, not Sweden? Oh yeah. Yeah. Switzerland. That's right. Not Sweden. I mean, you could, you can be Sweden. That's fine. But like Switzerland. Yeah. (laughs) There are two very different locations. geographically. I I understood the, I understood the reference of what you were aiming at. Hey guys, I'm a musician, not a geography teacher. Okay. What does Sweden have to do with any of this? Anyway, um, that's really funny. That's really funny. Okay. Uh, I was in there, man. I was I was totally on that rant, dude. I had the soapbox, and you just pulled the soapbox out from under me, man. (laughs) You know. We both need that. And I think that's why I think that's why you and I get along so well is that, you know, we just we work to humble each other very quickly. Um, just be like, you're an idiot. And like, I don't have to this, work very know. hard, Sean. It's OK. <laughs> I you know. know? Like, <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I, you know, God's using me in spite of myself instead of like, you know, like for, for a lot of things. And he puts a lot of people to remind me of that, that fact, you included. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> so I, I do want to bring up one more thing. This is not a Sunday thing, but uh, this is kind of a progress that we've been doing over the last little bit. Talking uh, one of our last episodes we recorded and I actually kept. Uh, was talking about the fact that we have a building location. And yeah, this last Monday, just a couple days ago, uh, at the time we recorded this episode, I don't know when it's going to come out, March, April, sometime. But, yeah. uh, but, but Happy 2023, everyone. <laughs> it's, we're, we're, we're really glad that you're, you're still here with us. <laughs> It's, we're speaking it's a very speaking slow release. Fu- <laughs> yeah, we're we're speaking to you from the from the past into the future. So it's technology. It's working well. You have a building. We have a building, <laughs> and we took keys, and we got it, and we built a. So far, we've drawn lines and built walls. There was a whole bathroom in there, and we've ripped everything out to where it's now just a giant. I, I went down there yesterday and uh, uh, helped demolish. Uh, a bathroom that's there that there that it's just going to have bathrooms come back up into that space but unfortunately like square footage wise that one is too big and so we uh yeah like we we ripped it all out so we can start from scratch we're building they should like i think last night they actually had the men's ministry come down to start building some of the other walls in the place so Sweet. hopefully today like i'm, I'm not going to go back down for probably until next week but uh but yeah, like every day, as much as we possibly can, we're going to be putting in uh, some work just to keep making progress. We got uh, we we're running into some city plan stuff where they're like, oh, well, we need you to draw up these plans and these. And it's like, OK, all we're seeing is like the more we have an engineer take any like more time on this, the more expensive it becomes for us just to get drawings. Yeah. And so. Yeah, yeah. They wanted like mechanical and plumbing and electrical and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, he goes, you know, like your engineer, like we got a phone call yesterday. He says, your engineer looks like he did a pretty good job as far as some of the mechanical stuff or plumbing and electrical. All I want is a little bit more adjustments on some of the mechanical and then we're good. So 
um, that saves us like like three grand just be just because we don't have to have these other engineers come in and and make adjustments to it. So that's awesome. So yeah, like we're we're moving right along. Um, now we've got a space. It it feels so weird to just go like. I don't know, man. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but just to go, Hey, I'm going to have keys to a building and go to this building and have, you know, have a fellowship, have a meeting place that says it's ours. And, you know, there's a massive space right next to us. And the business owner, I talked to him on, uh, on Monday and he's like, yeah, we're only looking to lease this for three years. Cause our business plan is we have a, we have a, a site of land that we want to build down the road, a whole space and it's a gym. So I don't think it's going to be too built out. And, yeah. and it's, it's big. It's, it's like seven, 7,500 square feet. And Dang. when he moves his, his section, which is another 7,000. So it's 14,000 total, something like that. Yeah. <coughs> he, um, He's going to vacate it all. And we told the landlord, we'll, uh, you know, we give us first right so that we can we can move into this. So we're, we're going to be praying that we just explode because now we have kind of a home base. Yeah. Um, not, and not kind hopefully of. you have a home base. That's I know. Awesome. And then, you know, I, I told that business owner, like, I'm going to pray for your success because I really want you to leave, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I, I, I really want to leave too. And I really want our success. I was like, amen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's kind of, I mean, it's super exciting. Every day is, is another step closer to moving our whole church into there and just starting that time of worship. So it's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super great. What about I'm you, Sean? That, like, not just, I'm happy for you. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's one of the coolest things. And like, you know, seeing church plants as they start off and they meet in homes and they, they move to a, like a high school or like a, a storefront location. Uh, and then, you know, you know, get to the place where they're, they're, hosting, you know, having a building like people did that. I'm in an established church, but that's what our church did in 1957 when it planted, <laughs> uh, you know, like, and so I'm standing on, you know, the, the foundation of this, like, so what somebody is doing, what you guys are doing right now, just, they did that back in the fifties and, you know, we get to see that. So that's super cool. Uh, it's cool to see how God builds his church, especially in a tough planting field or a tough field like Utah. Um, and it's something really cool to celebrate, but no, our Sundays have been going good. Um, I feel like uh, we're we're kind of boring, but it's I like boring. I like that uh, like there's not been any uh, huge huge hiccups or anything. In fact, uh, the the biggest hiccup that we had was uh, our our church leadership team met with uh, with a couple of our elders, and they they have a they have a meeting that 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 they check in every month, and you know like it's the our church leadership team is our uh, our church congregation elects members to like represent them to the elders. They have a meeting, they work on, you know, direction of the church, that kind of stuff. And so like unprompted, uh, the, the, our church leadership team, uh, went to our teaching our elders and was like, Hey, worship is loud. Um, and like, you know, like the, the system is loud and we're like, and they were like, Oh, Oh, Okay. And so like the biggest, the biggest thing that we had to, to, to do, um, was I met with my sound guy and I said, well, okay, unprompted, man. Like we didn't ask about it. We didn't do anything unprompted. They said it's loud. And he goes, okay, that's good. 
that's good. We'll just turn it down. And like, it was such a great response. And this past Sunday, it was, it was a, it was a great volume. They, the, the team did such a good job to, to do it. Like we have a sound system that could just like our PA is, is great. Uh, God has really blessed our church with the, like, we have a line array and like this system, mm. like what, what we're using it for on Sunday is probably about a quarter of what it could handle. Uh, and so like, we're looking forward to our, our Christmas concert where we can let that thing bump a little bit more. I like um, the, I like the free apps that they have out there that they can, uh, um, that you can do, you can get and on, on the free app. If it, you, if you tell me about a decibel meter yeah, I'm gonna and, throw something and it'll you. tell you, it'll <laughs> tell you the decibels in the, in uh, the house yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. come over and they're yeah. like, Look, I took yeah. a screenshot of, of yeah. the decibels in in this, and it's it's ridiculous. I was standing two feet away from that speaker, and it was so atrociously strong. The decibels were off the charts, and you're like, "Well, thank you there's, for sharing." There's so many so many answers <laughs> that I could say to that. Like Apple Watch now has, or Apple uh, your your iPhone now has a thing where it'll constantly monitor the decibel level around you. And it will warn you if you are in an area where you could potentially do damage to your hearing. Um, and so some, but you can set different sensitivities to that. And the decibel level, like there, like there's a whole science behind it. And I am not a sound engineer, but I know well enough to know there's A, B, and C waiting to do for a decibel meter. And it why do you have to? What, why do you have to make it all complex, Sean? Just all just I'm saying. To the all I'm saying the is app. the technology. Is the technology <laughs> is uh, it's it's somewhat deceiving, and just why well, pay for it? Like if it, if it <laughs> yeah yeah right. Um, if 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 it's too loud, come talk. Just go talk to somebody. Say, man, my ears are hurting. Like. Do you notice this blood dripping from my ear canals? <laughs> yeah, that that's a, that's a problem. But no, we we right the, right the the, the issue Give them a is tissue. the issue is as much as we would like it to be louder, like you know, and the musicians like we're like louder, you know, like more reverb. Um, our team, our, our our sound team took that in stride. They were like, okay, let's make sure that that, that it serves our congregation. They did an amazing job, and so um, and. Our, the last Sundays have been really good. I had I have one guy. I think I mentioned it in a previous episode, but I had one guy who I respect super highly. Like he's this guy's been a pastor at churches and he served the kingdom in amazing ways. He's since retired, um, and he's been coming to our church. And uh, he he on a couple of different occasions has given me just like like almost tackled me and like just been so thrilled with the way our worship team has handled the songs that we picked. he's like, well, you, you are a blessing. Like, and he gets like, just really like excited. Um, and, and he's so like involved. And so like our team is just, we're really blessed. Uh, we're heading into, you know, man, we, we talked about, we're, I, I feel like just th- there's going to be cyclical things, but we're heading into Christmas. Now it's November. And, uh, we have our first Christmas concert rehearsal this weekend. Um, another major another huge one next weekend and like yeah we're getting right we're ramping up like i don't feel like i'll stop moving until uh christmas eve at about 8 p.m and then i'll just collapse and that's when the family will be like let's do all the christmas and i'll be like i don't i don't i i can't christmas is done um so yeah it's just a it's just a funny thing so no, we're we're doing really great god's god's doing a lot of great stuff and uh just really excited to see uh, what's happening? We we will be kicking into two weeks of ne- starting next week. 
uh, a vision series um, and being able to show our congregation where we feel like God is is taking us as a congregation, and it's it's pretty exciting. Like there's some fun stuff that's 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 around the corner that we believe God's calling us to, and we're just gonna we're gonna get after it. But we gotta we gotta do what we already talked about. We gotta make sure that we're we're doing and living our lives right because uh, and not for like sake of I'm you know holier than thou, but because God has called us to this, and uh, our relationship with Him matters most. And he's calling us to, to live our lives as, as, as holy as possible. And in those areas where we fail, to, um, to, to make those known to whatever level that it needs to be, to repent and to get it right. And so look, we're working at it. It's been, it's been a good, good time. That's cool. Really excited. Really excited to be doing what it is that we've been doing. So, yeah, good time. Well, um, no, I, I think it's I think it's cool that you know your your audio team is is responsive enough. I've I've been in those places where, you know, <clears throat> I've been that guy that says like, oh yeah, your ears are bleeding. Here's a tissue. Wipe it up. That's all <laughs> I need. I hope you didn't spill on the carpeting because that's gonna cost yeah. a lot. You know, like no, I, I I haven't really been that guy, but. But it, it like being in the middle of that space about like how do you handle it? how do you minister to those people and it sounds like they they were really n- nice and respectful about you know instead of just demanding that this be changed because you know or like some potential lawsuits going to come down the down the pipeline you know like it's it's just a matter of the fact that like they. They they wanted they had a little bit of concerns. They're like, you know, that hymn was kind of aggressively loud, and so can we uh, we tone it down a little, you know, so that so that we feel like we're still singing hymns, you know, instead of a deathcore concert, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> ooh, deathcore worship. I don't know if that's that's a thing, but I'm gonna make it. Oh, a thing. I'm sure I'm sure there's a church somewhere that's like. You know, starting with a big double bass, so like, oh man, dude, something, something like that, and they're like, holy, 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 you know, like, I just, I just wrote, I just did an arrangement of that in my mind, and it's a, it's epic, it's amazing. You guys should have been yeah. there. If you want to yeah. hear it, you gotta buy tickets. <laughs> yeah, by, by the time he's he's getting to God in three persons, he's like, you know, just like something like that. Like it, it's it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh <laughs> so hey uh last time when we talked about this like uh, our worship burrito was was kind of loose in in what we did we were talking about uh rappers and the fact that no matter how many times i try to say it in any way shape or form i still sound like a, a white guy <laughs> Even right there when I'm like rapper, I'm like, why why does it sound so bad? Why can't I do it? <laughs> I'm trying my best to like let you continue, but yeah, it's you're right. You're right. It's it, you can't you can't do it. It's all right. I, I right, almost man. feel like it's it's like the you know what what is up or the yeah. uh or the rap. What is guy. up, rappers? rappers. Like. <laughs> It just, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna start crying. I can't do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh no, 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 no. So, okay. Okay. so okay. I'm, okay. I'm just gonna kind of shout some Come of on. these people out. Okay. Come on. Come so on. So you Here have, you have propaganda. Uh, yeah, I listened propaganda. to a couple, He's couple awesome. new things from propaganda. A couple new things from Andy Minio. 
Uh, oh, man. Andy Mineo is amazing. A couple new things from... Uh, I went to listen to the NF album, and that thing, like, dude... He's got to be like overlaying his lyrics because he is going so fast. There is nowhere for him to breathe. It's like three minutes straight, man. Like, I don't know how he can do that. There is a deep dive video of NF when he, um, I guess is like, just he's, he's doing like his audition, I guess, for the record executive. Um, and so it's somewhere on YouTube. I'll I'll see if I can find the video and, and post it to our Facebook page. But he like, but I think the record executive said the same thing to him because he was like, he's like, I'll prove it. So he puts like the track on in the office and he start, he's, he's doing it. Like he's rapping and the record executive by the end of it, it's like a three minute thing. And you're like, bro, where did you breathe in that? And, and like, That's he's crazy. just like his, his jaw is on the floor. Like that guy is like, that, like, some people don't appreciate like like rap as a music form. They kind of you know they, they'll call it crap or they'll you know like whatever. That's fine, but you have to give it up for people who really just like have that that ability. It's incredible, dude. Like, to, I, as a for, vocalist, for man, like yeah, I was I sang uh, one of the songs that I, I I sang with my friend last. I I met with him last night. We sang some worship songs at a coffee shop, and we did Manifesto by City Harmonic. And oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. at yeah. the end of it, they have this long drawn out part. That's like, there's no room to breathe. And like, you have to sneak a breath in somewhere. And I'm like, like I have to hyperventilate before I even do that line. So while I'm doing the little like guitar lick, I'm, I'm hyperventilating. So I get more oxygen in so that I can continue yeah. to sustain, you know, something of a noise while I'm, while I'm singing these lines. And I'm like, Dude, yeah, I mean, mad props. There, there are there are some really, really difficult. I feel difficult vocal lines. I can't even keep up with NF. Like the the way yeah. he has that air control is outstanding. Like, it's what a I skill. appreciate about this this kind of new um, this this new era, I guess that I would say of of rap, uh, especially in the Christian market, is that these guys. Uh, they're not aiming it specifically at the Christian market. Like they are aiming to be in full on, you know, radio play type mode. But what they are talking about is like in, in their songs, they are dealing with like a lot of like real world issues, but from a, from a biblical perspective and how, how you ought to respond to that. And they're getting like big major names, like to sing along with them. Like a guy Lecrae has John legend singing with him on a song called drown. It's an amazing song. Uh, Andy Mineo has worked with several different, um, as, as Adam would say, rappers, um, <laughs> like, and, and he's worked with several of these guys and like done songs, like to the point where like a song that Andy Mineo and Lecrae did went, went viral. It's the song's called coming in hot and it went viral. Like people have been using that song on Instagram and like that kind of stuff, like as they do like their stories or whatever, that song went platinum because, because it, <clears throat> because of that and like Andy yeah. Mineo every time it like changes like things on his Instagram he's like I cannot believe this is happening um, Andy Mineo's new album Neverland 2 is a you listen to that thing start to finish it's incredible yeah Craze album same thing start to NF. finish it's incredible NF's thing like like he's he's intense but like again start to finish awesome album uh, I haven't heard propaganda stuff. He has he, he has like, like two new releases with a couple other guest yeah. artists so it, it's it's they're just singles but they're 
I, I, I love it because, I mean, he's he's always been one that's really heavy on, yeah, on just yes. calling it. Like, he calls it like it is, and, and I love it. He's, I appreciate it. He's really every, – everything I've listened to him is – it's not just like – you know, like the he's dropping the eight oh eight and like it's just super loud bass or whatever. Like he like he's got that, but what he's super cerebral. Like he yeah. you have to think. You have to think about what he's saying. And many times in like when I've listened to propaganda, like I have found myself like going, Oh, oh holy cow. Like wow. Like right. he actually he he's calling something out, but in the way that he's doing it, like he's He's like you find yourself accountable to your thoughts through what he's saying. It's incredible how, yeah. how he's able to do that. And that's what so, I, yeah. I I started to appreciate Cure in the Light for the same reason. Like he just yeah. what he started talking about, I'm like, like this is real. I like I love what you were just saying where, you know, they're taking like this real world life thing. Like I'm I'm having a hard time paying my bills, my car just got repoed. And like, how do I navigate this without blowing off and, and, and making a whole bunch of work, you know, cussing somebody out and just, you know, raising a stink, getting arrested. No, it's, it's the behavior of going like, how as a Christian, do I stay acting like a freaking Christian when yeah. I'm so ticked, you know? Yeah. And, and you're like, that's real. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I think that's real. I like when you go to a party and these guys are, you know, being, being a bunch of idiots and, and you, you're faced with these realities about like women or, or drugs or alcohol or anything like that. And, and, and the choices that you are forced to make in those settings and you just go like, yeah. you know, does, is it something where you're still there or do you walk away? Why do you know, why do you face these things? Um, and you know, they talk about stuff of, of, of the of the other side of it where you you make those mistakes. You make the, the the poor life choices and how do you navigate those? It's not self-condemnation at that point. It's going like, My God is greater than all of it. And yeah. and I love that they they kind of weave this stuff together where we're like, Man, there's so much humanity in who we are that it doesn't you know, we're not just set apart because of the fact that, you know, we're set apart because we're Christians, but 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 in the concept of this, we're still humans. We still make idiotic yeah. moves. And and I think the biggest thing and the biggest message in it all is that our dependency is entirely on God in that function so that right. as we move out of it or as we recover from it, you know, we have God to glorify. And <clears throat> yeah, anyway, hey. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's move away from this before we continue to uh, finish up the rest of our episode <laughs> on rappers. Um, rappers, love it. <laughs> rappers, what is up, rap? <laughs> He's gonna start the next episode with what is up, rappers? What is up, rappers? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last episode that we lost and and we weren't able to do it, we were talking about something we've had a conversation about on past episodes, and I think that we will continue this part of this conversation throughout because it's it's really the, a foundational piece as to why we even have Sons of Asaph Worship po- podcast. Like, because of this, it, Worship Catalyst was something that, you know, we spoke of a while back. And, and it's, it's a lane that we stay in, that we dabble in, that we talk about that a lot of what we do as worship leaders and worship pastors is, you know, our heart and mind is always looking at a greater vision to expand the kingdom, grow up more worship leaders, raise them up so that we can help establish them in other churches. And if if it's not establishing them in other churches, it's also helping them to, to go and bless other congregations in the, in the process. So 
it is a grow, 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 grow. However, you know, in, in the word worship catalyst, what is it? it? It's something that affects change, but isn't changed in the process. So myself is I'm a, I'm a worship pastor for a church, but I want to raise up leaders that are able and capable to be become great and powerful worship leaders themselves and yeah. go go out into the world and bless and advance the kingdom. And so, yeah. you know, Sean, you've had a couple, couple kind of dynamic weeks in the last couple of weeks that, uh, you know, God's really, it sounds like God's really um, hit go with some of that stuff. <laughs> Uh, why don't you unpack? Yeah. Why don't you unpack some of that stuff for us on, on the on the podcast here? All right. Well, I mean, just on a on a personal level, like what what I feel like God is um, has been doing with me specifically and and shaping me to be beyond um, beyond a worship leader, uh, which is oh, man, I love I love leading worship. I love. Uh, serving in the role that I do at our church, and it's so great. Um, but I've I've felt like um, as I've hit forty and kind of moved into this 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 midlife stage, um, God has been moving me into this place of um, you're not going to be like you're still capable of being the player on the field, mm-hmm. and there's 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 a call for that, but. Um, like I'm, God's saying to me, I'm going to start moving you into more of a coaching role. And you may not be the person on the stage as much, but you will have just as much, if not more to do than what's happening on the stage. But it won't just be at your castle. It will be larger and in the kingdom. Um, so, so we talked about worship catalyst just to, to just to re- reiterate what that is. Um, worship catalyst is uh, an, an organization that exists nationwide um, you can look it up, worshipcatalyst.com. Uh, basically, it is a group of uh, like-minded individuals seeking to expand the kingdom by helping churches and church plants in the area of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that, like that's the quickest way I can say it. There's materials they have. There's a podcast that Austin Ryan has uh, called Worship Leader Essentials. Look it up. It's it's a quick listen. Like I think he goes half an hour. Uh, I've been on that podcast, so I mean, you can listen to me very terribly be on that podcast. But yeah. um, the whole the whole bit is like they are working to try to support churches in the area of worship, and so across the country in different cities, there are people who serve in in a role called um, Church Hub Connector, uh, and that's the role that I serve with uh, with Worship Catalyst in Salt Lake City, uh, and then. So my, my job is to like find church plants and work with them as best as possible. Uh, hopefully that church plant has a worship leader that I can help and walk alongside and you know work to give tools. Um, if we can, we, we try to find uh, people who we can equip and send out to, um, to help those plants. Like if the plant doesn't have a worship leader, um, we can try. It's, it's really hard to find point worship leaders. But like, say they need a bass player, say they need a drummer, say they need uh, like a sound guy or a sound consultation, or they want somebody to just come in and see their service and say, hey, would you give us like some help? We come in and do that. And then we we just, and we don't charge Mm -hmm. anything. We don't like, church plants don't have any money anyway, but we don't charge anything. We just say, hey, at some point later, there's going to be a church plant that comes to you who wants to know like how you did what you did and help them. Like, yeah. do like pay, pay this thing forward. And, um, you know, there are other things like there is a course that, that like worship leader essentials that you can, um, you can pay 
pay for and have them come out uh, and teach that course. It's actually it's a great course. But uh, as a result of that, uh, I've been connected with uh, in the last few weeks. Connected with I have three three worship leaders in different states or in different cities. I have one in St. Louis. I have one in Kansas City. I have uh, I'm connecting with another one today in Buffalo, New York, uh, and then just around the Salt Lake area, God has connected me with uh, with a, a a brand new worship leader at a church plant, uh, and I've had this opportunity to like really step into a mentor uh, mentoring role with these worship leaders to encourage them with what God is calling them to do. And I feel like God is just like, he's really pressed go on this thing. And it's been really cool to, um, to step into that. I will be honest. It's completely overwhelming because I, I look at it and go, do I really have this? Do I really have anything figured out? Or am I just like barely hanging on as a worship leader myself? Um, but I found that these conversations are extremely life giving. And, um, Mm -hmm. I, I hope, I hope that I'm being a blessing uh, but there's there's more and more to be done, and um, we need more people to step up and do this. And so part of why we want to talk about this today simply is to just, one, make you aware of it, but two, like the cities that you find yourself in, I look it up. Like Go to worship, worshipcatalyst.com and just get connected with the connector that's in your city and uh, and just, just say, hey, I'd like to be a blessing. I'd like to help if I can. Uh, what do you need? And honestly, if I had people calling me with that, I would put you to work. I've got people, I've got places and people like things I can hook you up with and churches I can hook you up with. So it's been, yeah, it's been absolutely crazy. Yeah. The we demand had a pause is, there. That was, there was, there was a weird moment. The demand right. is, it, <laughs> the demand is absolutely out there. I, I think, you know, to be able to, you know, to, to be able to have these people that, uh, you know, I, I guess if you're like, like you said, if you're in, in another city somewhere and you, you find yourself kind of wanting to, to know some resources or to, to, to know if there's, there's help out there, you know, a lot of times that's like, like we said, like I said at the very beginning, that's why we have this podcast is, you know, it's, it's, it's there to help be a resource if we can. And, yeah. and I think, Sean, for your part, what you said earlier about the fact of it being something that you, you know, you don't even know if you've got it all, like all the all the right answers or all the right pieces. I think that's that's really the science <laughs> behind it is is to know yeah. the fact that, look, man, it's a practice and it is it is something that is ever dynamically changing and adjusting and working through this. There's not like this you know, 10 steps to be a perfect worship leader, you know, like, you know, 10 steps to get you ready for the war that you're about to walk into. That's basically what we can do. And, and, and as, as you walk into that, we walk with you. And that, that's, that's really, you know, why we do what we do, why we want to be able to equip the, the other, the other leaders or, or raise up new leaders and all the sorts is because of the fact that we know that, this is not something that we can just kind of check a box that we've fulfilled, got a license to do, and now we're good to go. Like it is, yeah. it is an ever dynamic thing that will always move forward with new challenges and new conflicts and new things to overcome and new things to learn and develop and new styles of music we have to play, new ways. Because because if I don't if I don't move with what our society and culture moves to, you know, then 
then I, I, I pose a risk of, of missing uh, individuals that are out there that may not know yeah. Jesus because I'm not speaking a language that they hear. You know, if I, if I really, really love to sing, you know, rock ballads from Petra and, and some, <laughs> uh, what, what is it? Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Petra <laughs> and, and, but... and I have a guitar that matches that era and, and I get up on stage and I shred and I still have the feathered perm, uh, about me, I'm gonna miss an entire generation of people in in just the just what I do. <laughs> and I'm I'm picturing you <laughs> with that look, and it's made my day. It has made my day. The, um, the feathered look, like <laughs> I, dude. Uh, to to your point, to your exact point, I think that um, you know, like we, we we worship leaders today have to cover such a wide variety of music and do it in a way that ministers, uh, ministers to the Holy spirit, uh, and like is, is leading in worship, like from hymns and like, and, and using things based in liturgy to all the way to like the most cutting edge, like synth driven, you know, like what Hillsong young and free kind of stuff is doing. Like there's such a big, like, sweeping thing and like some people would be like you know the only music that like really speaks to me is hymns some people would only think petra was like the day and like there's other people who are like whatever you're listening to like and listen to back then that's not even music we still have we have that challenge and we're just we're like we're we're just told by you know by the church in general like our senior pastor or whatever is like lead worship and so like yeah. but that like just those two words lead worship are such a dynamic, deep, like it, it's, it's a question that I think churches are going it's a to huge be working request. at. They're, yeah. They're going to be working at that deep and deep, crazy levels constantly. It is not a way that mm-hmm. where you like, you write a book and say, I've figured out worship other than the, the, the definition, working definition that I've worked with, with worship has been when we see God for who he is, we'll respond to him as we ought to. And that's it. But like, how do you do well, that? I mean, on like there's, there's some basis? things. You could probably check, you know, make a checklist of like, make sure your strings are fresh, make sure your fly is up, you know, those sorts of things. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but I will tell you from personal experience, if you have a booger on your face and your fly is down, worship can still happen. Worship. <laughs> people, people are praying that you realize your error. <laughs> Either that or they're like, you know, you're going to end up on worship leader fails or whatever. Like, they're, like, like, they're going to zoom in on your face. Like I, I have, I, like, I think we talked about it in a previous episode, but I did. I led worship with an enormous booger. Like I sneezed and couldn't find it. Like it just disappeared. <laughs> Where'd it go? And, but, but it was like, it was like right there on my cheek, like under my eye where I couldn't see it. And I'm like, why? Well, I, I don't know. Okay. And then like nobody, nobody said anything. And I come off the stage from the service and I did like, oh, what is this? I'm like, oh my gosh. That was on my face the entire time. I'd, um, I'd have no. totally been the one like next to you. I'm glad I wasn't there because I'd have been like, "Hey, Sean, yeah. in front of the whole church. Hey, hey, Sean, yeah. will, will you um, you got a you got a little boogie on your, you know, hey, I, your- hey, I'm I'm more of a fan of that than like just letting me be. <laughs> like, if you see somebody with their fly down, tell them. You tell don't them. need to make a big deal. You don't need to make a big deal about it. Just tell them your flies down. Um, but yeah, going back to the whole worship catalyst thing. <laughs> Um, Sorry. The idea, you know, really, the idea is church planters and honestly, like small church pastors, church, you know, pastors in general, it is easy for us to feel like 
we like you're all alone. It like that you're like no one else has the same plight. Like you're you're trying to battle. You're trying to do your best to shepherd your people. Um, and if you're a church planter, you're doing trying to do your best to shepherd your people and build a build a body. You build a congregation, mm-hmm. and it's easy to feel alone. Worship Catalyst, you know, and other other organizations, but the one I'm kind of lined out with is Worship Catalyst. Um, it exists like holy to just let these guys know you're not alone and we're going to, we're going to step in here and we're going to help you. And honestly, a lot of like, I had a meeting with a guy on Monday, uh, from green river, Wyoming. And we're like, okay, we live in salt Lake. You're two and a half hours away. Like how, how do we help? And he said, honestly, if we could just, if, if you could just give us a break, if you could just come one Sunday, once a quarter and just, give us a break. Like we're working really hard and there's a lot of things going on. If you could come do that, um, that would be, that would minister to us in such an amazing way. And it's like, well, we have, we have some depth. We can, you know, we can definitely cover our church and we put a date on the calendar out in the future. Yeah, we can come, we can do a two hour drive. And that Sunday, like bring, bring a a preaching pastor out and a guy with a guitar. And if that is, if that will speak to you and let you know that you're not alone, that's great. But then in the same breath, there's people that just like, they want, they want somebody to sound their, like, I, I feel like God's calling me to do this. Uh, what do you think? And just to talk through that scenario with them from a place of experience is, is wonderful. But like in that same breath to say like, Hey, what God's calling you to do, even though I may not do that in my congregation, that doesn't mean that that's not what you should do. And to, to walk with them and help them make that decision, um, especially as this, as things get tough, you know, with team members or onboarding or discipline issues or, you know, like, like trying, trying to get that, that, that Petra guitarist to just, uh, to, to <laughs> just tone move down up the amount 10 of, years, move up 10 years. To, That's it, man. Tone like... down the amount of hair mousse that he's using, uh, you know, you Aquanet. Know, I, I, yeah, I, I can't help you there. Uh, but there, there, there are plenty of areas that we can, and we can seek to honestly work to expand the kingdom rather than worry about our own castle. Yeah. Well, um, before we, before we wrap this up, I, I want to kind of like, I, I'll put this out on our, on our group page, but, uh, you know, our, this podcast, Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast is a resource. I, I want it to be a resource. If it's something, you know, go to our Facebook page, just type that Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast in on your search bar and ask to join the group. We'll let you in. We let pretty much anybody in except for Sean. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't see this group. But, uh, you know, like we, we use that as a place to, to communicate, to share information, to share messages. And, um, we, we used to actually just let everybody do whatever they want and comment whatever they want. But unfortunately that, uh, that got hijacked. So we had to stop. And so like, you can comment on, on a post, but, uh, but yeah, we, we, you know, we had to stop regular or we had to start regulating like who can just put a post onto our page. But, uh, we learned, we learned a a tough social media lesson, Uh, (laughs) but, but we'll, we'll add some links. Um, but Sean, real quick, give a shout out again, name of the podcast for Worship Catalyst and just some ways that we can kind of connect everybody together so that we're all, we're all, uh, uh, can be a resource. Message us uh, on our groups, uh, friend request us on social media, and you know, all, all of us are, are absolutely willing to help. But what are some of those links, Sean? 
So if you want to know more about Worship Catalyst in general, the, the national uh, group that exists, uh, you can go to worshipcatalyst.com. There's a bunch of free resources on there, and uh, you can see exactly what it is that we do across the country. Uh, they offer worship leader workshops. They're in uh, over 20 cities across the U.S., and that's growing. There's mentoring. There's online resources. There's, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of stuff there. Uh, and then the podcast that, uh, that Austin Ryan, who's the founder of Worship Catalyst, that he has is called Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. Um, and he, he posts every week. He's really faithful to do that and uh, works, uh, works to, 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 to give information out. Like he connects with these other guys, but also talks with like worship leaders across uh, across the nation, really to, to kind of similar to do what we're similar here. He wants that 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 podcast to be a resource. Although it sounds so like he's can, a far more reliable and far better quality than what we have been producing lately. <laughs> oh, for sure, sure, for sure, Austin. Like you know, like if 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 we're you know we're we're saw, we're, we're the world's most okayest worship podcast. We're like uh, JV. Maybe soon. Maybe the practice oh, squad. Oh, <laughs> dude, that needs to be a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, no. What what Austin what Austin is doing is 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 high class, and uh, and he, you know he and his wife Cami, they're the two who uh, who who started Worship Catalyst. Uh, they work with a guy named Ben Lunn who lives in Las Vegas, uh, and they 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 work with all of us crazy people all across the the country, and like it's growing. There's so many things that are happening there, and cool news that's happening, and just the amount of churches that have been supported. Uh, over the number of years uh, that Worship Catalyst has existed has been amazing. So worshipcatalyst.com, Worship Leader Essentials Podcast. Uh, and then if you want more information, you can reach out to us on our podcast page uh, as well as, uh, you yeah. know, like I believe Worship Catalyst also has a Facebook page, but uh, their website's going to be the main way that you can do that. All right, dude. Well, do you want me to pray or you want to pray? I'll pray. I'll pray for us. All right, let's do it. Father, thank you for today. God, thank you for uh, just, again, what you've called us to do. And God, we pray that as this message goes out, um, Father, that you find worship leaders across this country or people who are interested in worship uh, to, to help churches, God, that we would be an encouragement, a light, God, that uh, and you know, in the same breath, uh, they would laugh along with us as we're uh, just two very broken people, but uh, God, we're doing what you what you called us to do, which is to aim to be a light in a dark place. God, we lift up churches across this country. We pray that you, uh, in every church, would raise up a just worship leaders. God, that that and those worship leaders would be able to pour into the next generation, so that your church would move forward in a way that that can be praising you. That uh, that we would do, Father. Just it's such an amazing opportunity that you've given to us to lead in the way that we do. Um, God, I pray for um, just the, the work being done with Worship Catalyst. I pray for Redemption Hill Church. I pray for Risen Life Church. God, I pray that you would just continue to give us the energy, passion, and drive to move forward in the ways that you would, you've called us to do. And God, that you would bless us far beyond anything that, that we could know or fathom because you're, you're part of it. Not, it's not the work that we're doing. It's the work that you're doing and we get to be a part of. So, Father, we just we give you today. We thank you for this time we've gotten to spend together. and We, we lift it up in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Well, th thanks, guys. And <laughs> I, I, that was funny. I thought you were frozen. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for listening. And until next time, I'm Sean Patrick. Adam Richardson. Blessings.
Thank you for listening to the Sons of Asaph Worship podcast. If you like the show, make sure to leave us a review and to subscribe. Connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time. Thanks, Mom. Jesus, Jesus, Tiger King. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, 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 oh.